What's up, Kingdom Talkers, and welcome to the Kingdom Talk Podcast, a podcast that talks about the Kingdom of God. Grab your Bibles and grab your journals, and let's get ready to talk Kingdom Talk. All right, welcome again to the Kingdom Talk Podcast. Um, I just, I pray that you guys are having an amazing day or have had an amazing day, but we are here and let's get into this word. So today's title is called Stop Fighting Against um, God's Will or um, I'm sorry, Stop Fighting Against the Will of God. And then like I put like, give it up. Who y'all? God is good. The way that God gave me this word, it was just like, wow. And we'll be coming from the book of Exodus, um, chapter three and four. Um, they're going to be like some key verses that I'm going to be speaking from tonight. But overall, it'll be just chapter three and chapter four. Um, and then um, it's going to be some key verses that I'm going to be ministering to you guys on tonight. But y'all already know every time I have to give my little story time, you know, my little background on it, um, on how God gave me his word. So lately for the past, I'm going to say a couple weeks, I have been feeling just overwhelmed and just stressed and tired and anxious and like so many just like ups and downs. Like it literally felt like I've been on like a roller coaster. Like I'm going up, I'm going down, I'm going to the side. I'm going for a loop like, oh, it's just been so rough, but so good at the same time. So um, I was in my quiet time, obviously, and I just, you know, I remember just praying and just like talking to God. And what God revealed to me is he said, you're tired because you're fighting against my will. You're tired because you're fighting against my will. And let's just go ahead and just dive into the word because this is going to be good. It's going to be so good, y'all, because of course, the word of God is always good. And even though sometimes you may not feel it, it may convict you, it make you, um, it may make you feel uncomfortable. That's what it's, a, that's what it's supposed to do because the word of God brings you life. The word of God brings you peace. The word of God brings you hope. But sometimes it's not going to always feel pretty or be a good word. It's going to challenge you. It's, it's going to make you feel uncomfortable. It's going to make you question. And that's what the overall thing is when it comes down to you um, being in the word of God. So how God spoke that over me is he sent me right over to um, Matthew 6 verse 10. And this is a verse that um, I was just meditating on because I'm on like this fast right now. And so this is what um, we are as a group. Like it's like it's a group fast that this I don't even like saying Christian influencer, but a woman of God um, is doing this fast and I'm participating in it. And so we for for this week, we are um meditating on Matthew 6 verse 10 and if you know you know just the book of Matthew or like you know like you know that this is a powerful powerful verse or powerful powerful um, chapter but it says your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven I'm gonna let that sink in Matthew 6 verse 10 your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And when God let me meditate on that word, he said, son, the reason why you're tired, the reason why you're frustrated, the reason why you feel so many good and bad emotions is because you have been fighting for the past couple of weeks. You have been fighting against my will. Hmm. He said, you have been fighting against my will. And when he sent me to Matthew 6, verse 10, he reminded me of this. Your kingdom come, your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. What he is saying is his will will be done. 
Help me, Holy Spirit. His will will be done. So the first thing that God spoke to me in that moment is he said, when you enter the kingdom of God, it's not all about you. It's not all about you. It is not all about you. It's about God getting the glory. It's about God getting his glory. Come on now. Mm. It's not about you. Because many a times when we are entering the kingdom of God, we are coming in selfish. We are coming in with our own needs, our own plans, our own desires. We are coming in with our wall up. If I'm being honest, we are coming in. We're not coming in open. We're not coming in humble. We're not coming in saying, oh, all right, God, I, I, I surrender and I give it over to you. We may say it, but that's not our actions. The way that we are entering the, the kingdom of God, the way that we are entering his presence through prayer, through worship is selfish. Because we are thinking about ourselves. We are thinking about our own will, our own plan, what what. What we want God to do for us. But that's not what God is saying in his word. In this key verse. In Matthew 6 verse 10. What he's saying is. My will. My kingdom come. My will be done. Mm. Who is that for tonight? Because you've been coming into the presence. In the kingdom of God. In the wrong mindset. He said. Um, your kingdom come. Your will, His will. Will be done. On earth. So on this earth, on this earth, as it is in heaven. And what he wanted to minister to us in that moment is it's about God getting the glory. It's not about you. It's not about your needs and what you want and your desires and what you feel like should be happening or going on in your life or what you think that, that you should. Mm -mm. No, ma'am and no, sir. And I'm here to break that bondage. God has sent me to break that bondage of selfishness. I'm here to break that bondage of um, feeling like it's all about you. And it's not. So I'm here to break it right here, right now in the name of Jesus. Because his word says, his kingdom come, his will be done. On earth, on this earth, here as it is already in heaven, it's already done. I don't know who that's for, but you're fighting against God's will and that will that he has for your life, that plan that he has for your life, it's already done. It's already done. And that's why I put in my title, like towards the end, like give it up, give it up. It's already done. We're fighting a battle that we're always going to lose. This is a battle that you're always going to lose simply because of what he said in Matthew 6 verse 10. Mm. Help me, God. It's about serving others. It's about us being God's image, being, being a reflection of God's image, being a reflection of his character, being a reflection of him. That's what it's about when you enter the kingdom of God. That's what it's about when you give your life over to God. That's what it's about when you step into um, on a holy ground. It's about serving others. It's about giving back. It's about being a reflection of him, of who he is, to show others, to spread the good news. Mm. I don't know what scripture this have came from, but I heard it in um, a song by Elevation Worship, um, Build Your Church. And towards the end, Naomi is singing or she's saying she's saying the scripture, but she's singing it and she's saying, how beautiful are the feet? Those those that carry the gospel. If if I'm wrong, y'all don't come for me. But um, she's saying, how beautiful are the feet? Those that carry the gospel. Because that's what it's all about. Carrying the gospel, carrying the cross. It's, it's not about you. And I'm here to burst your bubble. It's not about you. It's about getting God's glory. It's about letting his will be done. And that's why you're um, overwhelmed. That's why you're at the same level. That's why you have not um, had increase. Because you are, God knows your motives. God knows your heart. Mm. God knows your heart. He knows that if he gives you this blessing, it's not going to be sustainable. It's going to be like sinking sand. 
because of your mindset and your heart posture and your motives. You think it's all about you, but God is saying, throw that out of the way because this blessing is not for, it's to serve the kingdom of God. It's about getting his glory. Mm. It's about being a reflection of in his image, like being mirror, mirror on a wall. That, that's what it's giving. Being a reflection. When people see you, they should see God. They shouldn't see, they should see God. Because you're supposed to be walking this earth as a reflection of him. Spreading the good news. Serving others. Giving back. Pouring out as he poured in into you. Now, the Holy Spirit wanted me to make this very clear. It doesn't mean you give yourself to everybody. That's not what I'm saying. That's that's not what the, the scripture is, is saying. And if you need that discernment, ask God for it. Ask God for the for discernment. Because he would definitely give it to you. I'm not saying to go out and just give yourself to everyone and just serve here and do this. Do. That's not what I'm saying. But what God is saying is, ask for my discernment. I'm going to show you and tell you where to go, who to talk to, when to give, when to step back. Because you have to know that when you are doing that, when you are in a posture, in a good, um, like when, help me God, when your motives are, are good, God will give you that discernment because you cannot do it all by yourself. So I'm not telling you to go out there and just serve, just give your heart. Out to, that's not what I'm saying. Ask God for the discernment because he will tell you who to go to, who to speak to. When to, when to speak and when not to speak. When to give and when not to give. Because you're you're not the only person in the kingdom of God. Mm. So you're not meant to do it all. You're meant to do your part. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Because I was having a hard time trying to get it out. But thank you, Holy Spirit. It's about doing your part. You is not the whole kid. It's many of us in the kingdom of God. So don't so don't think that you, you have to be all things to all people. But what I'm saying is the principle of being in the kingdom of, of, of God is serving, is being there for your neighbors, is loving your neighbors, but also having that discernment spirit to know when to give and when not to give. Because ultimately, you're not God. And you cannot be all things to all people. But the way that you have been carrying yourself, you're not, you're literally fighting against the will of God. You're, you're literally fighting against something that you would never win. This is a battle that you would never win. You would never win this battle. Never win this battle. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. You've been blaming everybody, everything. Oh, I'm I'm tired because of this person, or I'm having anxiety because of that, or I'm depressed because of this person. I read it exactly how the Holy Spirit spoke it to me. The Holy Spirit said. Many of us are drained, stressed out, and it is ready to give up. You're blaming it and on everybody and everything, but the blame is on you. The blame is on you. Because you have been fighting against God's will, God's plan. So stop blaming this person. Stop blaming your mom, your sister, your cousin, your, your pet, your... Your children. The blame is on you. You have been fighting against the will of God. You have been trying to win a battle that you would never win. You are fighting against God's will. 
you're not letting his will be done. This is a battle that you would never win, so give it up. Help me, God. <sighs> give it up. I just feel that in the spirit. Give it up. You're tired. You're weak. You need a refill. Come on, Holy Spirit. Mm. You need a refill. God is saying, let me refill you. Let me use you. Let my will be done. You don't have to be stressed, depressed. Oh, gosh. He's saying you don't have to be worried. It's already done. Mm, thank you, Jesus. He said it's already done. He said to give it up. Right here, right now. He said to give it up. Because this is a battle that you would never win. Thank you, Jesus. He said to give it up. Give it up. You don't have to fight against something that God has already ordained and sustained. Oh, gosh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Mm. It's already done. It's already written. And tonight, he's saying to let his will be done. He's saying to give it up. You don't have to fight no more. You don't have to be in that mindset that you're in. Will you give it up to God tonight? Will you surrender to the most high? Mm, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. He's, he's saying, will you surrender it to the most high? He's saying, will you let him be your good father? Mm, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, gosh. Mm. Will you let him be your good father? Will you let him be Jaira, the provider? Will you let him be Emmanuel, God with us? Will you let him be Yahweh? God is saying to give it up. It's, 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 mm. Give it up. I feel that for someone tonight. God is saying, let me back in. Thank you, Jesus. He said he stands at the door and knock. And if you let him in, he will come and have Thanksgiving with you. He don't bombard. He don't. Mm -mm. He stands at the door and knock. God is saying to let him in, let him in, let him in, it's him. Stop fighting this battle. Stop fighting against the will of God. Mm. He's saying, sons and daughters, if you let me in, I can give you the true rest. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. He said, if you let me in, I can give you the true rest. If you let me in, I can change it around. If you let me in, I can be your restorer. If you let me in, I can be your healer. If you mm, if you let him in, let him in. Let him in. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. If you let him in, he can do what he do best. Ooh. He said many of the people. Mm, thank you, Jesus. He said many of my people are closed off. You have your wall up against your father. Thank you, Jesus. You have your heart wall up against the father. You have your wall up. You won't let him in. Mm. He's saying he is not. Mm. Thank you, God. He is not going to bombard in your life. You have to let him in. You have to let him in. Thank you, Jesus. You have to let him in. Mm. Many of you need healing. Many of you need restoration. Many of you need his love, his grace, his mercy. And these things he gives freely. Thank you, Jesus. Stop fighting against the will of God. 
Mm. Stop fighting it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Is somebody out there fighting? Mm. God saying that they do. Holy Spirit, thank you. Holy Spirit said they're finding it right now. Mm. They're finding it right now. They're fighting it right now. God is trying to put a word on your heart. God is trying to change your mind. God is trying to show you who he is and you're finding it. Let it go. Give it up. Give it up in the name of Jesus. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Mm. You can trust him. Give it up. Stop finding Stop fighting. Thank you, Jesus. Because his will will not always look pretty. His will will be uncomfortable. His will will be painful. His will won't always be good. His will is his will. And it won't always be pretty. Mm. And many of us are missing out on the blessings. We are missing out on entering the promised land because we want every will, every every plan that God has for us, we, we want it to be pretty and perfect. And although he is perfect, but sometimes he's going to put you in a storm. Sometimes he's going to make you, um, he's going to test your faith. He's going to test your endurance. He's going to test you. Hmm. And his will won't look pretty. It won't be feeling good in your heart. It's, it's going to be painful. It's, it's going to be uncomfortable. But what God is saying is, if you let it be done, I can get you to the other side. Mm. If you let it be done, I can direct you to the promised land. If you let it be done, I can show you the healing. I can show you the restoration. Let it be done. Let it be done. No matter how it looks, no matter how it feels, stop fighting that will. Because that will, no matter how you're feeling, no matter what you're saying and trying to do in your own will, in your own power, is not going to come to pass. It's not going to come to pass. And many of us are stuck in a season, stuck in a dark hole when God is saying to come out, come out and let my will be done. Yes, it, yes, it hurts. Yes, it's frustrating. Yes, you don't understand it. But ultimately, it will get you to the promised land. It will get you to what you need. That's good. Mm. You're asking God for these things in prayer. You're asking him to heal you, to restore you, to whatever you're asking in prayer. And God is saying, I'm trying to do it, but you're fighting. God is saying, I'm, I'm trying to do it, but you're fighting against my will. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. I'm going to take my time. Yes, I am. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's go to Moses. Because Moses is a great example of how we fight against God's will. He sent me right to... Um, Exodus chapter 3, verse 7 through 10. Mm, thank you, Jesus. So let's read it. And again, it's um, Exodus chapter 3, verses 7 through 10. Now, this is where God is explaining to Moses his will. 
This is right after he done killed the man, he done murdered the man, he done ran away. And now God is speaking to him through a, a burning bush. But when God sent me to verse um, 7 through 10, he made it very clear that this is where he was um, giving the showing Moses his plan, showing Moses his will, giving him, explaining to him the will that he has, the plan that he has to set his people free. Follow me now. It said, so let's read it. It said, the Lord said that I have in, indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers and I am concerned. He said, I, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to the rescue. I've come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. The home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, and Perizzites, Hivites, and Jesuites. And now the cry of the Israelites have reached me, and I have seen the way that the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go. This is God's will. Remember, in this, in this moment, God is explaining to Moses the will and the plan that's going to set the Egyptians free. He says, so now go. I mean, not the, um, not the Egyptians, the Israelites. Sorry. Um, he says, so now go. I am sending you. Mm. He said, I am sending you, you to Pharaoh. That's for somebody. I, God chose you. He said, I am sending you. I am sending you, he said. Not your mom, not your sister, not you. To Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Now, this is God explaining and showing Moses the will. This is God saying, this is the game plan. This is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to say. It's so detailed. It's so detailed. The Holy Spirit noticed that the Holy Spirit was not. Notice that Moses was not telling God the plan or the will. It was God telling Moses. Are you trying to tell God what to do? Because when we're praying, when we're coming into his presence, we have to stop ourselves and ask ourselves, am I telling God what to do? In the life that he gave me? Mm. Because again, notice... Moses was not t telling God what to do and what's the game plan. And it was God telling Moses, God is telling you what's going to happen, what's going to change, what to say, where to go. Because he knows what's best for you. And I always love to give scripture behind it. I always love to give a give. God's scripture, God's word behind this, because this is real. This is real. We are out here fighting against the word, of, fighting against the will of God. We are out here telling God what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And ultimately, God is saying, mm, let's stop it right there. I am your father. Oh, gosh. Thank you, Jesus. I am your father. I know what's best for you. Not you, not your mom, not your dad, not your sister, not the job, not the degree. I know what's best for you. So let's go right to Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and, and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. This is what God is saying in, in, in Jeremiah. I know what's best for you. Mm, I don't know who that's for. 
But some of us are questioning God, thinking that he don't know what's best for us. But really he do. Mm. He said, for I know the plans for you. And those plans is to give you a um, hope in the future, not to harm you, but to give you a hope in the future. Mm. He said he knows what's best for you. He knows what's best. He knows what is best in your life. No one else do and not even you. So give it up. <laughs> give it up. And this is a harsh truth. And this is why God said that he is the wonderful counselor. He, he counsels us. He disciplines us. Because he's a good father. But he's going to let us know when we're wrong. Thank you, Jesus. Because we have been, have been fighting against something that he already said will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. God knew exactly what the Israelites were, were going through. Because notice in, in the scripture, he's saying, for I have seen, I have heard the cry of the Israelites. I have seen the, um, of, of, I have seen the oppression of what the e Egyptians has been doing to them. He knows exactly what they're going through. So what makes you think God, God don't know what you're going through? What makes you think God can't heal you? God can't restore you? God knows exactly what you're going through. Mm, I don't know who, who that is for, but you're thinking that God has left you. God has forsaken you. Ooh, it's like I feel the spiritual warfare. Like I feel the warfare. God, the enemy do not want me to get this word out, but it will be done. Devil, you is a lie. You is a lie. No longer will you hold God's people in bondage. Mm. No more bondage of thinking that they have to figure everything out. No more bondage of being selfish. No, no more bondage of fighting God's will. We are breaking loose. We are breaking chains tonight. Because God knew exactly what the Israelites were going through. He knew exactly what they was going through. And for many of us, we forget that God sits up high on, on his throne and look down above. He knows our issues. He knows our worry. He knows our cry. And God sent me to Matthew 6, 8. And in Matthew 6, 8, he said, don't be like them for you, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. So this is basically saying, before you come into prayer, before you come into my presence, before you come to me, I already know what you need. Mm, I already know what you need. I already know. You need healing. You need restoration. You, you, you need love. You need confidence. You need strength. I already know what you need. I already know. So you have nothing to worry about. Mm. Some of us are, are being set free tonight. We are being set free. You are being set free. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Don't fight it, but receive it. We are being set free. We are already set free. How about that? Thank you, Jesus. We are already set free. Holy Spirit said we are already set free. Who the Son sets free, he is free indeed. We were set free when he died on, on the cross for our sins to walk in freedom. So we're already free. We, we, we just have to claim it and receive it and walk in it. God knows our cries. He knows our worries. He knows our frustrations. He knows. And he also knows what's best for us. So what may feel like a setback, I don't know who I'm speaking to, what feels like a setback, what feels like you're behind, what feels like you're not prospering, 
God knows what's best for you. He knows your limits. He knows what you can carry and cannot carry. He knows where you're at. He knows your heart. He knows your motives. He knows when you're ready for something and when you're not ready. He knows. You don't have to try to fight it or try to do it in your own will. He knows. And if you would just let him be your father, let him be Jireh, let him be Emmanuel, he, he will show you who he is and what he can do. He will give you the true rest. He said, come to me, all of you who are worried and that carry a heavy burden, and I will give you the true rest. He said to lean not on your understanding, but my understanding, and in all ways submit to me. He said that in present, that in troubled times, he is a present help. This is the word of God, people. He said, for I know the plans for your life, declares the Lord. Plans to give you a hope in the future, not to harm you. Stop thinking that is harmful. I don't know who that is for. Come on now, Holy Spirit. Mm. Stop thinking that is home. Stop thinking that is also. It's to grow you. It's to prosper you. It's to build your faith. It's to build your endurance. That's what it's for. That's what he's doing. Through the breaking. Greater is coming your way tonight. You are free tonight. You have to surrender and give it to God tonight. Right here, right now, in the name of Jesus. He said, you have not because you ask not. And some of us have, have been praying and praying and praying. And the only thing that is missing is that you have been fighting uh, against God's will. Because of our mindsets and, and our point of view. But that's why God said, don't fall into the patterns of, of this world. That's what the world, that, that's, that's what society teach you, the cultural teach you. But we are different. We are set apart. We are set apart. And sometimes that can be hard because we're seeing people, you know, get in front of us or, you know, like their businesses flourishing and all this stuff. But God is saying, the way that I'm going to do it for you, it won't be sinking sand. The way that I, the, the way that I'm going to move for you and bless you, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Mm. He said, it, my word will never come back to me void. It will be sustainable. Your foundation. Mm. God is saying, check your foundation. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Check your foundation. What have you been building on? Mm. What have you been building on? Check your foundation. Are you building it on a on a on on God's foundation on, on a strong foundation? Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He said to check your foundation. You have been building things on a wrong foundation. You have been building your life on a wrong foundation. You, you, you have been building your marriage, your business, your kid. You, you have been building and working on the wrong foundation. And God is saying, come back to me. Come back home. Come and build it on the right foundation. So that it can be sustainable. Mm. And that wasn't even in my notes, but of course the Holy Spirit moves and speaks, speaks how he want to do. When I got to Exodus chapter three, this is very good. Um, Exodus chapter three, verse 11 through 14 and the whole Exodus chapter four. This is where Moses is constantly fighting against God's will. Let's talk about it. Oh, let's read it first, and then we're going to talk about it. Um, so let's read Exodus chapter 3, um, verse 11 through 14. 
It says, but Moses said to God, who am I that I shall go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you. Notice that parable. But Moses said to God, this, mm, I just thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm, you are so good. I just said um, that we tell God what to do. And I just said, Moses, first, he, Moses was listening to God. But then he, but then he started to doubt himself and try to tell God what to do, what to do. It said, but Moses said to God, who am I that I shall go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you. And this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt. So he's saying like, when it, mm, He's saying when it happens, when I do this, when I when I bring you out of Egypt, when I bring you out of that depression, when I bring you out of that anxiety, when I bring you out of that poverty, when I bring you out, when I bring somebody better receive this right now. It, God is saying, when I bring you out, you will worship God on this mountain. You will worship me on the mm, you will worship me. On God's mountain. He said when you have been brought out. When you have brought the people out of Egypt. When you have brought your family. When you have brought your friends. When you have brought the people that are lost in this world. Out of Egypt. Out of misery. Out of bondage. Mm, you will be worshiping me on this mountain. You will be worshiping me on the same mountain. That you thought that you could not even be on. Moses said to God, suppose I go back now after God, help me, Holy Spirit, after God just told Moses everything, I will be with you when, when you go back and set those people free, you will be worshiping me on this mountain. This is what Moses said. Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your father has sent me to you. And, and they asked me, and they asked me. What is his name? Then what shall I tell them? Mm. This is Moses going to fighting against God's will, verbally, verbally fighting, uh, uh, verbally fighting against God's will. God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. This is Moses literally fighting against the will of God, literally going against what God is saying. Suppose, but like, hmm. when God is giving you the will, showing you the game plan, answering your prayers, we have to be careful to not put our language on the blessing our deaf language on the blessing. Because you remember it's power, it's um, power and it's life and death and the power of the, of the tongue. God is telling Moses, this is going to happen for you. I'm going to free your people. I'm going to let your people go. This is how I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. This is what you're going to say. This is how you're going to say it. And Moses is still trying to fight a battle that he cannot win. But God is so loving and patient that he will repeat himself to you in different ways. He will speak to you and show you in different ways. And as you keep reading Exodus, Exodus chapter 3, like, that's y'all homework. Go read that. Read chapter 3. Moses in a burning bush. Read the whole thing and you will see how every time God is like, this is the game plan. This is the will. This is how we're going to do it. This is what you're going to say. This is where you're going to go. And Moses is like, but say if, suppose, and God is saying, 
I am, I am literally answering your prayers right now. Obviously, Moses wanted his people free. Obviously, you want healing. You want um, to be free. You want to um, have increase. You want the marriage. You want the relationship to be um, healed and restored. That's what you've been praying for. And literally, God is answering your prayers through explaining the game plan and the will and explaining what's going to happen for, for you to receive this blessing. Because notice, remember he said, when I bring you out of Egypt, when, when I bring the Israelites out of Egypt, I'm going to send them to a spacious land, a land that is flowing with milk and honey. I'm going to send them to the promised land. This is God answering Moses' prayer. But for many of us, we get it confused because we want God to do all the work. We want God to do everything. And when it's not going pretty, when, when things are feeling like it's stumbling or falling, we want to give up or question God. Or And God is saying, if anything, that's when you stand firm in your faith. That's when you remind yourself of my word. That's when you... Get in, into my presence. That's when you worship and just put yourself back in the right mindset. And not let the enemy, not let your flesh rise up against you to tell you otherwise. Because that's exactly what was going on. Come on now, Holy Spirit, help me. Help me now. That's exactly what was going on. As God was speaking, Moses couldn't even really hear it and take it in and believe it because of his flesh and what the enemy was, was trying to put on him. And that's why he was doubting and worrying and stressing as God is literally answering his prayers and, and telling him, this is what I'm going to do and this is what you're going to do. And that this is the game plan. Hopefully I'm not frozen like my phone it's getting ready to, it's on like 20%, but don't worry. Like, it's not going to go dead, obviously. But um, hopefully, um, we're not frozen here. Okay. Let me keep going. Devil, you a lie. This is so good. This is so good because this is exactly what is going on. And then when you get over to chapter four, this is, again, this is where God is showing Moses the signs. Like, Showing him the signs like go set your people free. This is how we're going to do it. And, and each time Moses is like, but God said they don't listen. And what really stuck out is in verse 11, when it said, when the Lord said to him, I mean, sorry, verse 10. When Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord, I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue, like finally gets the will of God. And then in verse 11, it said, the Lord said to him, who gave human beings their mouth? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or, or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go. He is telling Moses, now go. I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. And guess what happens next? More fighting. But Moses said, pardon your servant. Lord, please send someone else. Then the Lord anger bursts. The, um, then the Lord anger bursts against Moses. Because after a while, God is going to be like, go. God is going to be so angry because he loves you so much that he's going to be like, go, son. Go, daughter. You have this. You got this. I'm right here with you. You got everything you need. Trust in me. Let's do this. That's what God is telling you tonight. Let's do this. I've been waiting for mm. God been saying, I've been waiting to heal you. I've been waiting to change that situation. I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting. I've been working. I've been moving some things. And let's go do this. Let's go. But yet we fight against the word of God, the will of God. And tonight God is saying, go. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Tonight, God is saying, go. I need for you to go. I need for you to move forward. I don't know who this, mm, I don't know who this is for, but God is saying, I need for you to do, start that business, write down your goals, start that podcast, start that clothing line, write that book, write that album, write that song. God is saying, go, go, go. God is saying, go. Set your people free. Set your family free. Thank you, Jesus. God is saying, go. I need for you to go. God is saying tonight, stop fighting against my will. Give it up. Because this is a battle that you will never win. You will continue to be in bondage. You will continue to be in anxiety and depression and guilt and shame if you continue to fight a battle that you will never win. Let's pray out. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that your will will be done. Father God, you have spoken. Father God, you have came and did exactly what you have, have already ordained and sustained for, um, for me to be your vessel to do. Your word has spoken. Father God, allow us to apply it in our everyday lives. Allow us not to fight against your word, your will, your plans, because we can trust you. We know you know what's best for us. You know the plans for our lives. And it's to give us a hope in the future. So, Father God, it is done. It is said. Have your way. Set your people free. And just, oh, you're just such a good God. Do what you do best, God. In Jesus' name, amen.